0: Yo yo yo! What's going on? Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. I'm your host, Thea Sam. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad you're here today. And wow, this is uh, this probably sounds the exact same to you. It's same old Thea. He's done this for 613 episodes, but guys, I can tell you that today marks uh, my first recording day in my new office. So, the wife wanted my former office, which was in our house to become the baby's room. And I thought, no problem, I'll move into the guest room and you know we'll clear out the guest room. And she said, no, I wanna be able to host guests. So I basically got kicked to the curb. Basically how it is, we're still, our marriage is on good terms, just um, in case any of you wanted to start some rumors there. But um, no, I, uh, I've moved out my office. And so I'm actually renting a room for my parents who live five minutes down the road. Um, and the idea is that when the baby's born, you know, uh, my wife can bring the kid over and get some respite uh, between myself on lunch breaks and the grandparents. And so we'll see. We'll see how that works. Uh, This is day two in the office, day one. My mom was driving me a little bit crazy, um, but that's okay, (laughs) I think. (laughs) I'll let you guys know. Uh, You probably know way too much about my personal life now. But, uh, you know, I'm mentioning this because it feels different, you know. It feels it just feels different recording here uh, in a new environment, and uh, I'm really excited about it. I I like change. I resist change, and I love it all at the same time. It's that weird love hate. But um, it's been really good. Hey, real quick, we have a few spots left in our coaching program. So, you guys know that we run a a deep clean coaching program for a long time. It is one of the best products on the market, especially for Christian professional men. That's kind of what we target, that's where we've niched down. And that is where we're having the greatest effect. And I'm going to actually share, uh, oh, it's not today, but later on in this week, we've had some really cool stories coming out of the community. And I want you guys to hear some of them. So um, in the meantime, we only have a few spots left. And so if you have been on the fence, you're pretty sure you want to do it and you're waiting for the right time. Uh, I would say now is your time to do it so that you don't get waitlisted. Uh It's never a good feeling. and um, and then this way, you know it's just um, you just guarantee your spot. And the honest truth is if you're on the fence, then you're probably already too late. like that, that's like for me, that's the telltale sign when I'm on the fence about something is like I, need, I just need to do this. You know what I mean? I just I can't keep um, sitting around. And so anyways, if that's you, if you're on the fence, you've been thinking about doing our program, we got a few spots left, now's your chance to do it. Book a call, okay. That's how you. That's how you get into our program. You can't just sign up online. We actually vet you in person, and you get to vet us as well. So click the link in the in the show notes um, to book a call, and um, and we can take it from there. Okay, let's jump into today's content. Um, someone is always ahead of you, and someone's always behind. So. I'm gonna let you guys in deep into my psyche today, and you've already you've already got deep into my personal life about me moving in with my parents um, or moving my office into my parents' place to be just more clear. I real I that's something I need to work on uh, now that we're a little bit more public facing. Is uh, I got to be a little bit clearer here before the rumors start to swirl. Um, anyway, I digress. So I was high achieving at a young age, and because I was high achieving at a young age, I kind of got used to this feeling of being ahead of everyone else around me. I realize how egotistical that sounds, but I'm just being transparent. When you're in a class of 30 kids and you're done your work half hour before everybody else, you're kind of aware that you're above average and that you kind of have a leg up. So I was that kid, had a leg up, was totally ahead of the pack, and I loved that feeling not of being ahead, I love the feeling of being on top, because when you're, when you're number one, nobody is ahead of you, and it's obviously, it's a huge illusion, but it created this conditioning in me at a pretty young age that really kind of vied for those top tier positions, and so much so that if I couldn't be the best at something, I, there was almost no point in doing it. Now, that, I, I wasn't like that for everything, but there were definitely certain areas of my life where it's like, man, I'm like afraid to take a risk or I'm afraid to try something because I don't want to be, it's not just that I don't want to be bad at it, it's that I don't want to be second or worse. It's like, it has to be first or nothing. So I've had to really work hard. I've had to really humble myself in my 20s and 30s, you know, because to be honest, I was always at the top or near the top academically, you know, I used to play sports and stuff. And I was always I was a very average athlete. I I didn't really care about that as much. But school was kind of where I had forged my identity. And, you know, I graduated with an honors degree at 20. And I, I could have gone for med school or my master's of counseling. And I I was surveying all kinds of options. I didn't end up doing any further academic, uh, academic education at that point and basically entered the real world where suddenly I was behind on so many fronts. And I wasn't actually behind, but I felt behind because I wasn't number 1. So I had this weird dysfunctional kind of thinking system that, you know, in some ways I'm still working through today. When I entered entrepreneurship, you guys may have observed this, and I'm, I've probably mentioned this on the podcast before, but the, the mentors and the coaches and the consultants and the advisors that God has brought into my life that have really worked closely with me in growing my company and building this podcast and um, you know everything that we've done up until this point, they've all been younger than me, and some of them younger by like a decade. So it's just incredibly, incredibly humbling to be, yeah, to be coached by people that are younger than you where you're like, I, where I'm used to being number one. I, I, I got this thing in me. I'm not even used to it anymore. Like for goodness sake, I've been out of school for so long now, but there's still this part of me that has that conditioning of like, I should be number one. I should be ahead. These guys are younger than me and I should be, you know, doing better than them and whatever. And I've had to just kind of remind myself of this simple mantra that someone's always ahead, someone's always behind. You know, even when you're number one in the world, like I remember when the Toronto Raptors won the, the NBA championship in 2019 and the next season started and it was like nobody really cared. And uh, I mean, all Toronto fans in the NBA have like a little bit of a complex because Toronto is kind of the forgotten team because we're the only one in Canada. But it wasn't really that. I mean, maybe that was part of it. But it was really, it was just a dynamic that exists in all sports in every single new season, which is that nobody cares who won last year because a new season's at play, and it's time to see who will be the new champion. So even when you're on top, it doesn't last very long, and somebody is ahead of you again. So why am I saying this? Well, I think men tend to compare based on how other people are doing or not doing, Um, you know, sometimes we find satisfaction being ahead of people and we often find it distressing to be behind. And for those of you that are listening today that maybe find yourself in that place, or those of you listening today who are dealing with, um, that kind of complex, I just want to let you know, it's okay. It's okay because someone is always ahead and somebody's always behind. So where do we go from all this? Like, Cynthia, that's a really nice statement. Thank you so much. Pat on the back but what what do i what do i do with that well the the byproduct of us Im- embracing the truth of this statement is that you and i are able to step into authenticity right so if if we can let go of the pressure to be on top and we can you know lend a helping hand and some support to those that are behind rather than i don't know gloating or comparing or finding solace in somebody's inferiority if if we can really embrace that the natural byproduct is that we simply own where we are so we own that we're ahead of people in some ways and we own that we're behind others and it's okay there's there's an acceptance of the truth the the the, authentic, uh, the authenticity of our situation so let's distill this now into recovery I've been clean for seven and a half years. I, I've interviewed people on this podcast that have been clean for much longer than that. You know, 10 years, 12 years, 15 years, 20 years, 30 years. So someone's always ahead, right? And, you know, some of you listening are probably in that camp and some of you listening, probably more of you listening are behind. Maybe you are not free at all. Maybe you've been free for a week. Maybe it's a month. Maybe it's a year or a couple of years, For the people that are ahead, I long to learn from them, to glean from them, and to use their stories as inspiration. For those of you that are behind, I am striving to be an inspiration. I'm I'm striving to be someone that you can glean from, to impart wisdom and the things that I've learned. But all of those things are meant to be expressions of my authentic self, of me embracing where I'm at in my journey, giving God thanks for all He has done. And holding on to hope for a more glorious, more joyful, more fulfilling future as I step more and more into the things that He's done in my heart and in my life, and that that was true when I was clean for one single measly day, and it was true uh, a year ago when I was only clean for six and a half years. It's going to be true four years from now when I'm over ten years clean, and it's true to this day where I'm celebrating seven and a half years of complete freedom from porn and masturbation. So I want to encourage you guys, where you are in your journey is a okay. Give God thanks. Remember, someone's always ahead of you and there's always someone behind. The best thing you can do is accept your current situation, be your authentic self, and keep moving things forward. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have an amazing day. And if you want one of those last thoughts in our coaching program, make sure that you book a call with us as soon as you can. We'll talk soon, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process